Welcome back to another episode of What's Your Jersey? <laughs> I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and um, I'm laughing because I'm with one of the funniest people I think I've ever met. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I'm loving you because you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. Every time I announce what podcast this is, I either do like hand movements or get like very Jersey. You really turned into like a high school cheerleader for a second. Which is funny because I hated fucking cheerleading. You did. Were you a cheerleader? I was for like a season. Me too. In ninth grade, I did one season of basketball. Yes. And the, the note I would always get was, could you smile? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think I hate this. I always hated it. Yeah. I was a total theater. Like I needed to do all the plays. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, that sexy, gravelly, deep voice oh. is my guest this week, guys. Um, I'm going to introduce her in a second. Uh <laughs> I just also, I know, right? And Carlos, Mm. we have a little, what's your Jersey uh, mascot this week? That's her fabulous dog. Um, He loves avocado and um, Tecate. Tecate. (laughs) I just want to thank you guys. Thank you, Meatballs. Meatballs is what I call my listeners. Oh my God. Yes. yes. <laughs> because who doesn't love a meatball? It could be vegan. It could be meat. It could be whatever. Right. But not vegan. Not vegan. Thank you. Yeah. And you're someone that's like very into like gluten free. Yeah. And like but healthy. I don't believe in meatless meatballs. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> too Italian. Yeah. <laughs> We're both two Italians, but she's like a really great pizza bagel kind of Italian. Mm-hmm. What are you? Um, 100% Italian? No, my dad. I'm Italian Irish. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so we're like good drinkers and mm-hmm. like fun times. You guys are like funny, <laughs> sure. Yeah, something like that. Something. Yeah, it's good with money. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm, I don't, I did not. I, that did not happen for me. <laughs> not yet. It's fine. It's because you live in LA. That's so true. Um, I just want to thank you guys for like rating and reviewing and sending in questions and supporting the podcast. I love you, and I can't do this without you. So Cute. you guys, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. Uh, today I have on someone that I met right when I first moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was living in West Hollywood. Uh, she was like a yoga princess, I would say, when I first <laughs> met her. <laughs> you have, well, you still have all the bracelets on, <laughs> all the yoga beads. Um, she's the kind of free spirit that would like draw on her walls. I did draw on my walls. <laughs> you do. Jesus Christ. Very artsy and creative. Like every time I met you, you had like a notebook full of like jokes and sketch ideas and like just uh, things. Yeah. Just all the thing 90% of those never got nothing ever happened we'll get into that yeah. <laughs> um, that happens a lot yeah um the creative person's plight yes but she's the kind of friend that like you run into here and there and like you're always like so excited like we turn into cheerleaders when we see yeah. each other Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but like we're so busy that like we don't get to see each other that much um and we also have learned the art of spending time alone, which I think is hard and yeah. boundaries mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I will give you, I'm going to break it down how cool she is right now though. Oh, I'm so she's, she's done a lot of cool shit. She's doing a lot of cool shit. I'm kind of exhausted thinking about all the cool <laughs> shit you're doing. Um, and yet I have time to drink rosé at <laughs> 5.41 on a Wednesday. It's happy hour That's on so a true. hump day. That's Get so over true. it. That's so true. If I'm not going to actually be humping, I need to be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But not too much because no, then it's like nothing's going to happen. Just one 
I knew I came to the right place today. It's a girl for my own heart. Uh, anyway, you can, um, you've seen her on Oxygen, on Funny Girls. You've seen her on Bravo and Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. I want to hear all about that. Uh, you've seen her on the Go90 Network. She's one of the hosts of are you not are you the one <laughs> that's terrible um are you the one i did host a pre-show for that show you did yeah and i i saw your i saw your episode with was it cheyenne floyd yeah <laughs> are you a fan of no, are you the one? Not. so many of my like adult friends are fans of are you the one and i'm like <laughs> you're like this is so confusing no but i get it because because i had the job i had to watch the show and i was like i do kind of love this oh well i loved you talking to brian moses about it being a sexual world <laughs> That sounds perfect. And we'll get more into that. What's she hosts a show on go 90. She literally oh, has, called, we got issues. It's actually not my show, but yeah, Oh, it's well, you're, it's one of your, you're one of the, hosts. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. We got issues. Yeah. You have an amazing live comedy show that you do at the no name bar. Is it mm-hmm. once a month? It's a, uh, it's fluid. It's fluid. The next one's going to be on June 5th. Guys, June 5th at yeah. No Name Bar on yeah. Fairfax, yeah. Rich Comedy yeah. Hour. You yeah. host it with your fabulous podcast, podcast partner. <laughs> yes, her podcast partner, Elizabeth Cott, mm-hmm. who I would love to have you both back. Yeah, on I would here. love to. These girls host an insanely successful, amazingly inspirational podcast called... Uh, that's so retrograde that's a retrograde yeah we have fun and they have the best time and it's something that you guys will be addicted to um this is my guest this week stephanie simbari it's me (laughs) it's me it's me (laughs) we've been so cheerleader shoulder shrugging We've been doing the opposite of all the things we said we don't like. That's so true. I know. That's the truth of life, though. Well, I really wanted you on this week because also I'm a huge fan of your podcast and I listen to it on the reg. You do? I do. cute. It's good for inspiration, for like wellness tips. I now force my boyfriend to drink 16 ounces of lemon water with good, cayenne pepper good. in the morning because of it. I know you just wanted to say you had a boyfriend. <laughs> I just name dropped that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm also going to make you name drop or I'll do it for you. But Stephanie has some re- really cool uh, celebrity friends. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was at her comedy show, the rich comedy show, yeah. I literally was standing there and it was me Neil Brennan, Sarah Silverman, and Chase Crawford having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the most random people come to that show. <laughs> and Taylor Lautner, I won't go home with you, okay? <laughs> you live in fucking Encino, and you don't know what Cantor's Deli is. Oh. <laughs> that was my exchange. With Epic fails. <laughs> so many things. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's a sweet boy. He is a sweet boy, and he's yeah. taking care of his girlfriend yeah. now. No, that's which, good. That seems <laughs> right. <laughs> The first time I had ever met him, they were at like some rap party for Scream Queens, which mm-hmm. I'm very upset was canceled. Oh, it was? Again. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're oh. taking rosé sips. Hold on. I feel like the first season was good, and then I tried to watch the second season, and I was just like, it lost me. It should have just let it be. Yeah. <laughs> or just like done something different. Different. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch the second season. I, we, we were, me and my brother and like a couple of other, of other you know, Hollywood power gays, we're like, <laughs> we're so excited. We like all got together. Justine was there. We're like gonna, Aww. our friend Justine Marino. And then we, I fell asleep. I woke up to them all being like, that was fucking bullshit. I was like, <laughs> I guess we're not doing this again. 
<laughs> Don't you love when you have a viewing party and it goes epically wrong? Yeah, I feel like it's almost like more fun when something sucks. It is. It was, we had a little viewing party for, I think it was the Grammys and the Oscars. Okay. Year. Were those bad? Oh my God. Well, Beyonce, like in her chair. That, like, I like, loved that. I mean, I was I, that terrified. Is, it was so scary back in the like, chair. Please don't die. I can't lose the other one. We can't kill Beyonce. Yeah. But that was a beautiful performance. It was beautiful. Why I did you think it. it was beautiful? Because, Okay, so there is like a thing that I observe and know to be true about like culture and society over like a very long time. And that's that like women who are there's like four different archetypes of female that like are allowed to exist in like this, the narrative of society. Okay, And it's like mother, whore, virgin and maybe daughter. But I think it's really just mother, whore, virgin. Yeah. And those things like aren't allowed to intersect. And I feel like what Beyonce is doing by celebrating her pregnancy in like kind of a sexual way is like being the like changing the female archetype in like the societal narrative well now i need to go back and watch the whole thing i feel like i'll like it now it's really (laughs) really powerful when i and i cried because of that because it's like there's only so many ways that a woman is like allowed to be a woman today without being called a a name or something like that 100 and she's like i'm a fucking beautiful woman who's sexual who also is a mother yeah deal with it and it's okay yeah it's more than okay it's beautiful it's part of the life cycle and it's yeah i think you should do a public service announcement i just did (laughs) thank you everyone in the u.s is all around the world is going to be listening to (laughs) this episode your top countries (laughs) thank you i think i'm popular in germany cool tell me what you think germans yeah germany (laughs) let me know yeah public service announcement you know what i did today what because i was feeling like very like all over the place and I wanted to talk to Steph about this. Okay. What you do when you have too many things to do. Do less. <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> it's really simple. It's really simple. Yeah. I think you just go on. You go. I won't. No. I was like you with my feeling. Lecture. No. That's why you're here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you go. Girl. No, I don't know anything. <laughs> you know a lot. No. You know more than you know darling. <laughs> I um, I when I get really stressed out I'm a fan of the rap music. <laughs> Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. And I forget sometimes that mm-hmm. that's actually what calms me down. That's fun. And I was walking and I was texting my friend Griffin, who's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he runs the Whiskey Lifestyle brand. And he's always kind of like my stage mom. What's Is that what your necklace is? Oh, yeah. What's Whiskey me? Lifestyle? Uh, they just support all these different whiskeys. Okay, cute. You, do you like old fashions? I do like yeah. old fashions. Well, I can make you a killer old fashioned. Fun. Yeah. Okay. A twisty little recipe they've sent me. Oh, twisty. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, but he's the one that introduced me to like Jay-Z like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he always used to play public service announcement mm-hmm. by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And I was texting him frantically walking down Crescent Heights about to head here. And I was like, I have too much shit to do. Like I'm feeling bajiggity and like all over the yeah, place. Yeah. I just dropped that word from Great. the sweetest. Thing. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that movie. And all of a sudden this like vintage Mustang with the windows down drove by me and it was blasting public service. Yes. Oh, that's divine timing. Right. Yeah. I love that. Did you feel better? I immediately was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it like checked you 100 percent, and it checked like me and i felt like it was like oh chill the fuck out like you're fine first of all you're manifesting all these feelings like everything i've had to do today is self-inflicted yeah exactly <laughs> like i haven't had to be anywhere because it's like someone being like be here at this time it's like all the things i want to do totally 
but it's easy to forget that because like you know we've both been in LA for a really long time and mm. being creative and being actors and all these different kinds of things it's like you forget that you're that the life that you've created for yourself is the one that you wanted because it's just so stressful exactly and because because you're like trying to make stuff happen and you're like need to be forward thinking and you need to be productive and like this idea of like productivity like overtakes your capacity to like be present and actually decide what you still like want to even be doing I think that's what I want to get into yeah <laughs> it's really hard it's really hard I when I met Steph we both were out here I think it was kind of when you were just starting to really get into stand-up yeah like um, 2000 2008 eight, I think yeah. and I feel like from afar, I've watched you accomplish almost anything I can imagine you ever accomplishing. Oh, my God. I feel like I haven't even started. That's amazing, though. <laughs> that means you're on the right track. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so I want to get into all the accomplishments, but I want to <laughs> let everyone know what Hold your on, jersey open is. My trophy drawer. <laughs> I, I have like a, I have so many pages. <laughs> this might have to be a two-parter, guys. Sure, I, I love have that. pages on pages of stuff that is so great about stuff. But I want to get <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever done with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't it funny? Guess on what's your jersey? It really is. Just sit back. You guys should all be guests. Thank you. JK, that'll probably never every happen. meatball, <laughs> every meatball out there, you get your own episode the meatball thing is really fun <laughs> you get an episode and you get an episode <laughs> that's so funny um but i want to know what your jersey is tell everyone where you're from oh, okay because i was about to be like i don't know what that means so um <laughs> i am from westchester new york oh god westchester. every time i say i'm from westchester it i sound like westchester i'm like i'm from westchester i'm like what's <laughs> that <laughs> voice <laughs> that i don't know where that's my mom um oh. yeah so i'm from westchester i moved here in 2008 and i've been here ever since tell everyone where they can find you on instagram because i'm about to talk about some pics that you've posted on there hilarious um i'm at steph simbari and my last name is spelled like simba from the lion king with an ri at the end and that's how i met you that was the nickname of my best friend melissa soso mm -hmm. introduced me to steph yeah and she always was like simba and i was like who the fuck is the lion king's kid and i <laughs> i met soso in fucking summer school at tish like 2005 and i was a full-blown disaster <laughs> like literally i was like strung out on adderall i like was never sleeping i was always high on like adderall and weed and i was chain smoking cigarettes and i was just like i was living a nervous breakdown 24 7 because i was just on way too much adderall and you were like 18 <laughs> i was 19 you were 19 and i was a fucking psycho so you were doing exactly what you should have been doing <sighs> i don't know i feel like i just those years like sometimes i have like i like wake up with a flashback of like an adderall memory i'm like oh my god <laughs> like people who've like knew me then have like since seen me on tv and they're like that's that psycho girl who was in our acting <laughs> class <laughs> she was crazy wait you were in it with melissa and then ariana maddox <laughs> I don't remember anybody else. I only remember Melissa. That's the thing. I was like Melissa's in a blackout. Memorable. Like I was like in a fucking blackout. That's Adderall. Like it does something. Near, it's really bad. It one hundred percent does. Later, but it like does something really bad to your brain. I want to talk about that actually. I'm not like sure of the science, but I know that I have like blacked out years in my head. You have like post traumatic stress. You have PTSD from Adderall. I do. I do. I was so bad. It's addictive. I mean, were you in a bunch of shows or were you just like tweaking out like in class? You know what I used to do? No. I was so crazy. Okay. My days consist. We, we were, we were no shows. There was like, there was like an audition class. I was like auditioning okay. in New York. Dear God. 
<laughs> such a scary thought <laughs> then i was in like a film acting class and i was in like one other we were in i forget the other class that we were in and but my days mostly consisted of like auditioning but then like getting really high and sitting in union square and just like writing all day and then i would go home and download like hundreds of dollars worth of music and just sit in my apartment and chain smoke cigarettes and listen to music I mean, if that's not artistic <laughs> as fuck, I, I don't know what I <laughs> I had like no friends. Oh, no, I was fucking this like male model. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. And so sometimes I would like black out and go to clubs with him. Fun. But like so sad. Like I was like not meant to be like in a model environment. I was like face fucking sandwiches and taking my shoes off and like wreaking havoc on the streets of new york i think that's why like celebrities and models love you though because you don't give a fuck so scary <laughs> just because i'm scary they're jealous of you <laughs> yeah. i was like i'm gonna get out of here like just like you need to go get me a jamaican beef patty if you want me to stay at this club like, <laughs> what you're and you didn't unwell. get fat because you were on adderall was just strung out at fucking speed <laughs> that only lasts so long yeah no what really what happened was i went home that summer and my skin was like a really weird color and my dad was like you look like kind of gray <laughs> he was like you don't look good yeah because like adderall strips your body of its ability to absorb b vitamins oh good to know guys in yeah. case you're recreationally and using Adderall. Yeah, you're probably doing some damage. Do, or just stuck up on the B12. But it also, no, but the problem is it, it, it ha- even if you're taking the B12, if you don't take it at the right time when you're taking the Adderall, your body can't absorb it Look at you. properly. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Dr. Simba. You know, I have a <laughs> couple of uh, damage tricks on my sleeve. That's fine. Yeah. Well, obviously you didn't like murder all I of survived. your... You survived. No one, got, no one died. No one died. No one got too hurt. Mm. I didn't even get HPV. <laughs> oh my God. I know. You're an angel. I know. <laughs> Wait, so you're from New York. Like I'm East Coast. You're East mm-hmm. Coast. So my jersey is like the New York Giants. Right. Oh, so what sports do I like? Do you care about sports? I mean, I have like a certain nostalgia about like baseball games, like Yankee games, because I did that a lot as a kid. You did? Yeah. I mean, I played softball in high school and like elementary school. So like we would go to the baseball games. I would like keep score. I was like very engaged, just like really into it. Okay. Would your family go with you or was yeah. this a friend's yeah, trip? Yeah. No, my mom was a Yankee fan. Probably the reason why my parents got divorced is because my dad was a Mets fan and my mom was a Yankees fan. That's that's marriage ending right yeah, there. Yeah, totally marriage ending. And <laughs> the besides the fact that they hated each other. Um, <laughs> um, but I, and then my other nostalgia is with like the sound of football. Like I I've never understood football really. I don't like. I get it. I get the downs. I get it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I get what's happening, but it's yeah. never been like my sport. But like the ambient noise of football reminds me of my childhood, and that's why I like it. You just like crawled into my soul. Really? Because that's exactly what my childhood was. Just like just that football sound. family gathering. That's it. Like I used to, and we've talked about this on What's Your Jersey. I would go to the games on Sundays and like run across highways and like climb to the stadium basically with my brother and my oh, dad. Cute. And I was always deathly afraid, but I wanted to be there and like yeah, hang out. Totally. And like didn't really know what was going on and still kind of pretend to do. That's why my boyfriend says I know just enough about sports. And okay. We have the uh, just enough segment, okay. which we'll get to. Okay. <clears throat> but that ambient noise is definitely 
childhood. It it's reminds like me ambient of that. football noise and like something yummy cooking smelling. Oh my God, Simbar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like an East Coast cuteness. I think it's like an East Coast Italian thing. I think it is too. Wait, which side's Italian? My dad. Your dad. Same with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and you had the Jewish mother. And so that's where all the humor and fun. Or is your dad funny too? Yeah, they're both kind of weirdly funny, <laughs> but like just odd funny. Like they're both funny in ways that they don't really, they're not really aware of. I love that. That's you know? how my parents are. Yeah. If they were aware of it, it wouldn't be funny. Yeah, I don't know. They're not trying to be funny. <laughs> no. My dad tries to be funny, but then it's like dad jokes, but he's very like kind of like affable, good time guy that you just like kind of want to be around. Okay. But like, and he'll make jokes, but they're mostly like really inappropriate. I That's like my favorite kind of humor. Like just things like you don't want to be said in public. You're like, okay, dad, don't make any political jokes or like <laughs> racial jokes or like sexual jokes. Like pretty much just maybe don't talk <laughs> with my friends. Uh, can we go out to drinks the next time he's here? <laughs> he's really fun. I feel like we get yeah. along very well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Done. Perfect. You guys can be best friends. We like switch. that your last name is Marfugi. Marfugi? Yeah. It's Marfugi, but that's okay. Who cares? <laughs> it's fine. There's all the vowels. Yeah. I like that. Oh, Marfugi. And then you guys will be. And then uh, he'll get a jersey with my last name on it in the mail a week later. Cute. Yes. Perfect. That's how we do. Yeah. We bring gifts. That's great. Yeah. I brought the rosé today. I know. I love it. <laughs> I'm lo- loving it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what my like waspy mom always taught me. <laughs> to bring wine. Yeah. That's she's like sweet. a stepper wife kind of really but like with like a sick sense of humor fun <laughs> yes no she's great i love her whenever i see pictures of your family they look really cute oh well that's what i was gonna say your instagram you dropped some pretty sweet mother's day pics oh my god of your mom my mom what a character <laughs> she's so cute what's her name her name's jill jill wow that's such like a chill chill jill she's not chill <laughs> <laughs> we don't say chill jill we say chill Jill. <laughs> chill, Jill, for fuck's sake. Um, but she's a cool lady. She was like a hippie and then was kind of, she like is just perpetually on a journey of like self-discovery and like trying to figure out what she like needs and wants in the world. She's a very like young soul. Hearing you describe both your parents makes me realize why you are the way you are. <laughs> really? 100. <laughs> are you kidding me? It's funny because you remember how I said I was going to read you this destiny book. Yeah, I read both my parents' destiny days, and I was like, of course I'm their daughter. Like it's like my soul was like, these are the lessons you need to learn from these two people. I love that. You're so in tune with all these things. I mean, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, I mean, after like years and years of studying this stuff, and yeah. I see I see candles and I know there's crystals in here somewhere, right? Yeah, they're around. They're around. <laughs> <laughs> they're hidden. Are there, there any no, on? some right over there. There's some over there. Okay. There's one over there. I love it. They're everywhere. I don't have any like giant crystals. That's good. Well, you don't like clutter now either. No, I would like one like big like amethyst probably eventually. We'll see. Am- why amethyst? It's like the mother crystal. It's the most like... Um, it just has all the qualities of like every crystal. All right. <laughs> Look at the you. mother crystals have stop. <laughs> we'll get into your crystals. I'm such a dark. I feel like I keep saying we'll get into yeah. it. We could just get into right. it. Sure. Like, no, no one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there's no audience. Yeah. <laughs> Except for you guys, meatballs. Thanks for still and listening. Carlos is asleep. Oh, <laughs> Carlos, don't sleep. <laughs> guys, he's so cute. We'll oh. post a picture of Carlos when this is done. I when did you get into crystals was this pre-LA yeah I mean I didn't really um like use them okay the way that I do now but I've always had them 
Okay. You always had them. Like, it's like, oh, they're pretty and they're fun. And like, they're around. Like, they're rocks, you know? I used to go to the nature company. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> this was, I grew up in Princeton. Okay. And it was like in the middle of the university square. And I oh. didn't realize I was like a crystal collector at the time. Fun. I would just get a lot of crystals yeah. and like collect them. Yeah. Like at, you know, gift stores and stuff. Yeah. Totally. But I didn't realize what I was doing. Do you still have them? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I have new ones. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's I fun. They have like good energy. I think that's why. I mean, were you a performer as a kid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I had that extra little like oomph because of my crystal collection. Cute. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so were you the type of kid that was always putting on shows and stuff for your family and like making everyone like interact with you on stuff like that? I definitely was that way for sure. I don't, but then there was, like, I would always put, you know, put on shows and, like, make my mom listen to me sing and, like, make my dad, like, do a radio show with me for a really long time. And hence the podcast. That's really weird. <laughs> and, like, you know, dress up and the way that all kids do, where it's like, now we're going to do a talent show. And, like, oh, yeah. You know, if there was any time we were, like, on vacation and there was, like, a talent show component, I would, like, be the first one to be like, I'm going to sing on my own from Les Mis. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was like, okay, fucking weird 12 year old who wants to sing the saddest song oh in the God. universe. <laughs> um, but. Did you play Eponine at any point? No, I wish. It was such a dream. Right. Although I really feel like I'm more of. Um, was it Cosette? I'm not Eponine. Yeah, Eponine. That's the one I feel like I really vibed with. She's like the sad, misunderstood one who can't get the boyfriend. Um, oh. <laughs> no. Um, but then as I got older, like I did high school plays and musicals and stuff, but there was, I, I have this weird memory that like lingers in my mind of there was like a talent show at our high school that would always happen like once a quarter. And there was this one girl who would like sing and play the guitar. And I, or, I always remember being like envious that she could do that. Yeah. Even though like I was in the plays. You were performing too. I was performing too, but like there was something about like what she was doing that was like vulnerable and alone mm -hmm. that I was like, I wish I could do that. And you just couldn't? I don't know. <laughs> like I didn't like, I didn't play the guitar. I feel like I was as much as I was like a creative person always. Like I was also like, I got wrapped up in like the cool kids and like, I feel like high school is very like sink or swim. Oh, 100%. And I was the same way. So I just like did that. Yeah. You know, and I, at the, on the last day of high school, I had shared a locker with this boy, Michael, and he, I remember so clearly he closed his locker door and he was like, Seth, I just want to tell you, like, I used to think you were a really big bitch, but you're actually like really nice and cool. And then like closed his locker. I was at like, the last day of high school. And it was like, because I was hanging out with people that were like kind of cunty. Yeah. But like I was not, I was like in drama, but like also wanted to fuck older boys you know um and it's that's like what happens it does i i went through the same thing i was in this like group of girls that uh, we had a name called t3 yeah we had one too oh what was yours notorious nine <laughs> what was up with the numbers oh no we're just like <laughs> there's nine of us <laughs> okay i think there was 13 of us but t3 yeah okay. well ours was it stood for teeny tiny tolerance oh for like anything slutty. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we were the worst, but I always felt that same struggle. And I feel like I feel that in life too sometimes now yeah. where I think we're adults and like we have to fight it more. And like we were adults. I think we are. <laughs> we live in Los Angeles. It's yeah. honestly like it's high school land. on steroids. Yeah. Um, 
but I always felt that struggle of like wanting to do drama and like being into plays and being like very into like different like candles and like different stuff, but also wanting to go to parties and like have the football mm-hmm. team over and like yeah. who's going out with who. Like, yeah, I always had that inner struggle. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I always kind of felt like trapped between two worlds in that way. It's where does that come from? Um, I don't know. I think it's just like you're a friendly person who can relate to other people like a variety of different kinds of people like you're outgoing but you're sensitive like that's that's me yeah like I'm an extrovert but like I also have like very a lot of like a very alive internal life and like I'm super sensitive but like I think as a kid it was just easier for me to like be extrovert than like be honest about feelings and deal with all of that Mm -hmm. that's a lot yeah you, but now I'm a grown up, so who cares? Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like you're very childlike. Really? Oh, 100%. You're like the Benjamin Button of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. I never saw that movie, but I <laughs> It's not fucking fair, guys. <laughs> Why am I the Benjamin Button? You just keep getting cuter. <laughs> and you look younger. <laughs> and like, you're like, you always seem happier. <laughs> like god damn it i mean i do a lot of work to like not subscribe to the stuff that makes you sad what kind of stuff is that what can we stay away from (laughs) meatballs get a pad and paper here's my number one thing that everyone needs to stay away from and that's the comparison mindset which is extremely difficult in the social media age 100 percent. like it's it's really hard because on one hand, you want to like celebrate the people that are in your life and you want to engage with the things that you think are interesting on the Internet and like the people that you think are cool and whatever. But on the other hand, you have to maintain like a healthy boundary between like what other people are doing and what you're doing and like trust that like and find a space for yourself that cultivates love and connection to like your present. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to fall into the trap of thinking that everyone is happier than you and everyone feels better than you and everyone is cooler than you or more successful or has more money or is better looking. Like all of the things, because by the way, and one of our podcast guests said this best, Sophia Bush said this, mm-hmm. Instagram so is a highlight reel. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Everyone is putting their best foot forward. No one is putting their pain on Instagram. And if they are, you're like, I'm unsubscribe. No, no I no. don't need that. I don't want to follow your sad life. No, and that sounds fucked up. But like, it's true. I mean, I like when people are honest and, and expose truths. Like I was really into certain Mother's Day posts that were said, like, not everyone has an incredible relationship with their mother. And like, there's pain and there's struggle. But we all honor their position but like we might not have that post that's like i have the best mom and the people that are coming clean about that i loved that 100 percent. and that kind of serves to combat the comparative mindset when people are brave enough to be like i don't have this like idyllic situation but i still love my mom but like there's hardship there was i it's one of my good friends i Lindsay, but i forget what her instagram handle is and her mom had succumbed to addiction and whatnot a few Mm -hmm. years ago. And it was the first post I saw that was about that. Yeah. And she did like a whole Insta story explaining the story. And she's like, I'm not looking for sympathy or anything. This is me being there for anyone that's gone through some shit. I love that. And that's when the internet's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's when it's like, it's not the K-hole of self-comparison. It's actually a network of people that let everyone, that let other people know that they aren't alone. Mm-hmm. But it's a mixed bag. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's always like, run your own race. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Yeah. She's like, put your blinders on, girl. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> 
love that. I know. But that's true. But that's really hard, like, in an age where we are looking at what everyone else is doing. It's so hard. And it's so easy to, like, access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or access, not excess. Well, both. It's accessibly excessive. 100%. <laughs> so true. It's really hard. And I feel bad for the kids that are growing up. Granted, it's great. They have so much technology. But, like, I don't, I couldn't survive right now in high school. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. So, so you don't. You don't compare yourself to others. I feel like, you know, I'm not competitive with other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that there's enough for everyone, and that like creativity is abundant, and like ideas are everywhere, and we're all like sharing all of those things all of the time. So, like, it's not like, um, well, she has that, and like, I want to get that, and like, I know people who have had that with me. Okay. And I'm like, I I need you out of my space because I'm not putting that out there and I don't want to feel, because I could feel that if someone's doing that. Okay. Like a jealousy or like a... How, how, tell like the meatballs out there, like how you're aware of it. (laughs) How you... You can just tell, like, you know, you can tell and also with that so retrograde, I've had the luxury of meeting a lot of different healers and readers and stuff and... I, it came up a couple of times where it was like, there are people around you who like don't have your best interest. And it's like, I could feel that. Cause I felt, I think you can tell when someone doesn't have your best interest, when you feel drained around them. Oh, I like that. I think that's really a, a good indicator when like you leave a person and you're more tired than when you met with them. That's like, what's happening there. They're either just like a black hole themselves or they're trying to like suck something from you. And I don't want to get too like, you know, ethereal, like they're energy vampires. Cause I don't really necessarily love that term. Cause I don't think it's like a, even like a conscious thing. Okay. I just think it's like th- from where they're functioning in their brain, it's not serving them or you. Well, that's the thing. I think people that are like jealous or like wish they could be like what you are. That's just hurting them too. <laughs> exactly. And it's like no one, of course, there's parts, there's things about me and my life that I wish were different, mm-hmm. but that's every single person. Yeah. Everyone, no one is like, I am the best, <laughs> the coolest. Wake up in the morning just being like, oh, everyone wishes you were them. Or, I mean, Donald Trump, hey, maybe. Your, <laughs> no, he's miserable right now. I do not even think that Donald Trump, <laughs> I think that he is suffering yeah i think he got into it and thought it would be like a flash in the pan and now he's like fuck yeah and he doesn't even i don't think have the the skills or the strength to even build himself up anymore in the way that he like thought thought that he would be able to not at all he seems like a very thin veneer to me oh i like that a thin veneer actually i have something written down that you and brian moses talked about Mm. (laughs) Um, are you the one pre-show oh wait no it wasn't um brian moses to be continued.